it, it, you know what? Here, it's just a blow. Whatever happens here, the injury right. was a blow. Uh, but now the fact that he's going to be suspended, it's a blow for this season. It's a blow for him professionally. It's going to knock him out of the Hall of Fame. I heard the story on the local news about this substance, something he abused. Spike O'Neill. Oh, man. From uh, another sports parody there from our guy Spike, the uh, the Robinson Cano Dirty Robbie. And you had not heard that. I'm not. He's know. still screaming. I, I had know. no idea you played such a prominent role in it. Did I, they lift that from the show, or did you go into a studio you know, with them and recreate it? They some lifted stuff? that. The Spike just hit me off. Hey, we, we used you. We're doing a parody song. Uh, and I said, all right. I was, I was on the bus. I was on the D-line going home, and I flipped on the old app and, and heard it. I talked to two people on the way into town this morning, yeah. and they both asked me if I'd heard it. Very good. Two people from totally different worlds. I'm like, all right, so that's... Uh, well, Spike, you know, they don't just put Spike and the Impalers on a marquee for nothing. you no. got to have some talent to yeah. do that. And he uh, he is as good as it gets. And the fact that they cranked that out so quick, that's very creative. He did it in like, I, I don't it was like an hour. I mean, with, with back, yeah. when the news broke, and I think by the time that him, and I think Doug helped him out, who, who works at our building, does imaging and things like that, and I think... I think it was within an hour, yeah, or so, and then it was it was put together. It's amazing. I mean, they come up with the lyrics and all that. It's very funny. I mean, it's it has I think replaced the Brady's deflated balls one for me. Although yeah. the deflated balls one is is unbelievable, right? Right. But I think this may have topped it. It's uh, good, it, it, man. And it's all everybody is talking about. Oh. And, and and then of course, just the way baseball works, they go out and have one of their most thrilling wins of the season last night. You know, just a oh. yeah. You know, they 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 keep finding ways to cough up leads, and they come back and they win. And you know, they're now two and zero since the Cano injury news happened, and one and zero since what? the Cano suspension. Yeah, happened. yeah, that's right. I'm and I'm going to keep track of it, especially the post Cano hashtag post Cano for the. For the suspension, they're one and zero. And yeah. I, I'm gonna before we have our our usual biting sarcasm, mm-hmm. I think uh, about <laughs> this whole thing. I'm gonna say one thing quickly about the team, mm-hmm. the team that's here, not the team that Robinson Cano left behind and went to Philadelphia, <laughs> right. didn't talk to him, yeah. and it was such a great teammate and didn't address him and all that. Um, that's in a resilient group there last night. Yeah, they went through a lot of crap last night, mm-hmm. had to sit there and answer a lot of questions they didn't want to have to answer mm-hmm. about a teammate. That they just found out about uh, that he's done basically for the entire season almost, and for them to come out play the way that they did when they're throttled with the news of their leader, yeah. and then to cough up the lead, come back, you know they go into extra innings and the win it in the fashion that they did. Kudos to them. Kudos to the guys in that clubhouse who uh, who persevered through a tough day for them. When when uh, Scott Service talked about 
you know, he thinks they're going to, ra- I mean, this is what a manager says when this happens. He thinks they're going to rally around this and they're resilient. I hope he's right. It didn't sound as hollow as that does sound on some occasion. I'm like, you know what? He is right. They are a resilient bunch. Yeah, now, they are. at some point, the raw talent that you're going to miss is going to yeah. catch up to you. You know, can they overcome it? You know, I was one that thought that they could when it was an injury and it was going to be hopefully 40 oh, games or that's something. That's what drives me nuts about this news yesterday. I mean, I don't know if you guys caught it, what DePoto said. You know how long he was going to be gone for? Well, they said two to four weeks. Two to four weeks. Maybe. I mean, they didn't have the that, final but, diagnosis but that's what yet, they right? thought. Was, yeah. oh, yeah, two to four weeks. Yeah. And then he goes, he just literally just goes and pisses it all away. Yeah. But uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, I have, we, we reacted to the news right when it was happening. So mm-hmm. it's always different. You're trying to ingest everything and, right. and, and trying to, you know, figure out what's going on. And then you have, like, you listen to other shows and. You read a bunch of stuff, and well, you know more. We know a lot more now than we knew yesterday at this time. Can I tell you exactly what my train of thought was? I saw Jackson Feltz retweet this story, Hector Gomez, and and retweet Hector Gomez, who I'd never heard of. And my first thought was, since Jackson had retweeted it, was, huh. So there's a soccer guy named Robinson Cano. Not, you know, that could be possible, right? I really, I thought this has got to be a soccer star. I'm like, I didn't register this, you know. Not that I'm stunned that anybody's doing it, and I I don't want to go too far down the the path of of really, you know, you could talk about how Cano handled it and not talking to his teammates and not talking to the team. But look, one of the reasons the players are resilient and reacting the way they are is because if you gave them all a truth pill, they'd all admit that if they thought they could get away with it, they'd try it too. It's not considered a moral mm. failing within a lot of clubhouses. Some, but I hear that a lot. But I I, I think there's some players who don't do it. I, think I, mean, I, listen to Buc- I mean, I have Bucky this morning, and then Bucky yesterday with Ian was spot on. Mm. And, I, and I'll believe him for his word that, you know, multiple times had the opportunity to, to take it. And he said with Ian yesterday, and I think he said the same thing with Chuck this morning, I looked in the mirror. Yeah. I wanted to know that I did it my way. So I, I, I don't well, believe that every player, if they could get away with it, would do it. I think there's a lot of players who say to themselves, you know what, I'm going to do it on the up and up. Right, right. Every is too much. That's painting with too wide a brush. There are a lot. That would. There are some in the sure. clubhouse that already have and have gotten there, caught. Well, let's be honest. There's some in the clubhouse that are doing it right now. Right, probably, yeah, yeah. And, and so, so I, you know, again, I, I think the interesting thing will be as as the shock of this dies down, uh, whether or not. And I think the guy yesterday that responded on on Twitter, I think he's right. If the Mariners are winning when Cano comes back, I think the city will be in a forgiving mood. If the season oh, is completely off absolutely. the rails. And 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 it's like we're pinning it on this guy. I think people will boo, it, boo, boo. I think wins and losses are everything. That's everything Win, right wins now. Wins and losses are everything. If if they are still in their hunt and they still are kind of playing the clip that they're playing right now and find mm-hmm. themselves when he comes back on August 14th and they are like, oh, yeah, we're kind of still in this thing. We're a, yeah. we're a couple games out. We're still playing good baseball. When he gets introduced on August 17th, that Friday game against the Doyers, yeah. he is going to, for the most part, I would say 70 by 80% will be applause. Yeah. If they in the next, you know, 80 games, 79 games kind of go in the tank and they're out of it when he comes yeah. back, then I think he'll get, because everyone will pin this on him and they will boo him. Now, even if they are still playing well and there are people that boo, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not a booer, but that's just me. Um, but it's in everyone's right in that stadium to boo him. Sure it is. I, I think the people that boo him if they're playing well, I think they'll boo him the first time, and then I think they'll get over it. Yeah. I think if they're really struggling, he's going to get booed a lot. And, and, of course. But, yeah, who I knows? mean, gas, especially if they're struggling. It, it, he right. is going to be the face. If they, if they go into the tank, he will be the face of 
what was going to be a promising season mm-hmm. gone south. Yeah. And then every time, and I'll tell you what he's going to get killed on, because he kind of gets killed on it now, but people, he's so good that we we excuse it. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, I because mean, you, you made the point yesterday, and you're right. I mean, my God, Griffey didn't run up first base all the time hard. Right. He never right. did. There's, you make, look, sure. to me at least, you make, you make adjustments for stars. Yeah. The second he doesn't run up first base hard, mm-hmm. run out of ball, yeah. he'll get killed. The second he does where he's blowing bubbles and nonchalantly tries to pick a ball off the ground yeah. and goes off his glove, which he does routinely, right. he makes that look that play look so easy and spectacular at times. The second he makes an error like that, he's going to get killed. Forgets how many outs there are in Forgets how many outs there are. Yeah. Exactly. It's I mean, all stuff you're willing sure. to kind of put your arms around when and go, that's winning? okay. Yeah. Not only when you win, but it's like, hey, look at all the good. Uh, There's a little bit of bad with well, everybody. it's like everything. It's like with the Seahawks with Sherman. You're, you know, whatever. Right. You're willing to put up with what, how Sherman acts or Bennett right. acts or all these guys act when they're winning. Yeah. The second they start losing, you're like, well, well now, yeah. now I'm going to turn on them. Right. I mean, everybody's got I mean, Shaq and his free throws. You know, everybody's sure. got one thing they yeah. either don't do well. You're like, how can you get me better? Well, maybe we'll just focus on the good things you do. With him, you're right. The, the bad stuff will be the focus. And it, it really is. It's, um, it's a shame. And the way you're right. The way it has come down. And I mean, this whole injury thing, you know, that he was able to go to Philadelphia. I mean, I wonder if there was ever a thought of him saying, look, I want to go to Seattle first because he knew this was coming down and face the music. I mean, that's, I think a, th- yeah. a lot of people are kind of upset about that. Like, how come he wasn't here to at least, Take some of the burden off his teammates. Well, that's that, you know, and that's why we start off the show by saying that those guys that that played last night in that clubhouse. I mean, I I have so much respect. Mm-hmm. It you know, as a baseball, as a Mariner, pride of how those guys performed last night. Right. Because one, they were put in such a terrible position. One, because of the injury. Yeah. Or, excuse me, because of the suspension. The fact that they have to sit there and answer questions. They're like, you know. Gene Segura and Seeger and these guys are like, I don't know, man. Right. Like, I'm just, it's not my business. I'm trying to get ready for a game tonight. And what time they get in from Minnesota? 3 a.m.? Yeah. I think 4 a.m. or something like that. Mm-hmm. They got to turn around and play a game. Of course, that game, they don't take BP. They're tired as hell. Right. And of course, it goes extra innings. Right. Of course. They, got a, they have a turnaround day game today. Yeah. And those guys pulled off, a, a, just, I don't know, it was a real spectacular yeah. win, a perseverance of a group. That uh, grinded out something uh, last, and I just was I was thoroughly impressed how they played last night. I, I wonder if it's and, and you, know, you think about the rain delay Monday night, so their schedule's yeah. been all goofy. And as you say, turn around, play off. a quick they're, day game today, traveling all the day, and they're not going to trash their teammate. They're just not. I mean, what, maybe they will to his face, or maybe they will in the lot. Right. They're not going to do it to the media. There's no way they're going to say anything to the media. So you've got to sit there and try and put a smiley face on this, and that's a hard thing to do. I mean, that that, that can be a tough thing when you're trying to explain someone else's. Failure that may have really pissed you off down, you well, know, deep down, but you can't really let them see that. And it's fair to say, well, you're right. No one is going to say anything to, the, and nor should they. No one's going to say anything to the media, no, and and, and trash them. That's never going to happen, and, and shouldn't happen. But it would be naive for any of us in this, any fan, to think that all 25 guys in that clubhouse are on board with Robinson Cano. Right. You know, there's yeah. a. I guarantee you there's a few people in there. Maybe it's more than a few. I don't know. There are people in that clubhouse that are pissed off at him. Mm-hmm. Sure, and you just cost us a season. Yeah, I mean, you honestly, you 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 literally just cost us a chance to make the playoffs. And, and maybe they don't have that thing yet because I do think athletes are predisposed to thinking they're going to win, and they're wired to think they're going to win. They'll think that if the thing comes off the rails, if they're unable to to maintain. Right now, it would surprise me if there was a Mariner who, even off the record, would say, yeah, I think he just cost us the season because it's mid-May, they're playing well, and ball players in all sports are kind of wired 
to think we're going to keep winning. We it's going to be successful. Maybe not cost us the season, but cost us a real legitimate shot to be it, continue this train rolling. That feeling is right Self, below the surface. Yeah, you just made a selfish yeah. decision that could potentially cost us from getting the postseason. Well, I I, there was a lot of good things in that game last time. I mean, the Heredia game winner uh, was awesome. Uh, the fact that they they battled back. I mean, I love that. The eighth inning, the Beckham bunt was great. Mm-hmm. It was great to see that from Gordon Beckham, uh, ready to tie the game. I mean, Hanniger, you give a star to Hanniger last night. He fills in for that role, playing in the, in the third hole. He gets three hits. He drives in two runs. Mm-hmm. Gene Segura's got three hits last night. He steals four bases. Uh, Eric Goodell, okay, he had three walks. He goes two innings last night, doesn't allow a hit, throws 46 pitches. He was great uh, out of the bullpen. Nicasio's a train wreck, but whatever. They won the game. Um, there was a lot of great things about that game last night. We got a Scott Service. He got ejected. How in the about ninth that? Inning. How now, about Servi? It was the tamest ejection I've ever seen in my life. But he got ejected. Yeah. Uh, the one they won the game, but the one thing that just drives me crazy, um, and we'll get more into the Cano thing. Uh, but last night with the game, and this would be you brought this up when they got when the umpires got a challenge wrong. Remember, this was a couple weeks mm-hmm, ago in the mm-hmm. replay. Yeah. They're like, well, listen, we need a little bit more fire out of Scott's service. And you and I talked about that, and I think we both agreed that yeah. he just doesn't show enough it, it, fire or passion or get upset enough about something. Kind of stick up for your team. Yeah, and, and yet, uh, we also said, if it's not in his DNA, you could end up looking foolish trying to manufacture that. And he's well, he just a looks, l- level-headed guy. And so I, you know, I'm, I'm again. I'll take the, the the bad with the good. I wish he had more fire. I don't think you can manufacture that. I don't think you can have that. You can say, okay, today I'm going to be fired up about this. That's either in you or it's not. Yeah, I wonder though if his laid back personality then does it does it radiate throughout the entire team like it, that you don't mm-hmm. react to something. I bring that up because last night. Now this is not the Rangers' fault, and I'm not saying Cruz Cruz is responsible for some of these balls that he gets hit on because mm-hmm. you know I mean he. Everyone watches the game. It's obvious what he does. He crowds the plate. Right, yeah. So yeah. it's not every time is a guy throwing at him. Yeah, not the first slugger to do that, by the no. way, in baseball history. But he has been hit almost every game this year. I, and I'm exaggerating, but yeah. I think it's like every game. He gets hit twice yesterday. At what point does the manager or someone on this team say, enough is enough? Yeah. We yeah. are. I mean, the Rangers, sorry, you may not have done it intentionally. We're hitting you the next time up. Right. Sorry, right. but it's you're going to wear it for every other team that has hit Nelson Cruz this year. They had a 6-3 lead going to the top of the fifth inning with Sparky on the mound. Mm-hmm. He's a sun devil. He's a shifty son of a gun. He'll hit anybody. <laughs> you got Delino DeShields up. Hit him. Yeah. Throw the ball in his back. But now if- Do something. But this is my biggest issue. They have been a soft. I swear to God, they've been a soft team since Pinella left. Just do something. Right. Now, if, if, depending on, on how it works out, if he does this, they have the discretion to throw him out, right? I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. I'm on oh, more on your a side. Leak out? Yeah. And they, yeah. But they have to have issued a warning they, first, right? Yeah. Or not? Uh, oh, you got to ask Bucky about that. Yeah. I think, I mean, I mean, unless they think it's intentional, I guess they can throw him out, but, but I think they would give him a warning first. But also, if you're up 6 3 and Leak is pitching well, oh, I get it. I'll you take the you other got side the lead of it. And all that. Right, right. Hey, we're not. Why, why do this? All we got the it. lead and things are cruising. Let's not because do it. Because they don't ever do it. Right. right. They haven't done it since Pinella, and right. no one has ever stood up on this team for a decade. And it, you get this reputation that we can just push you guys around, mm-hmm. and it, it's got to change at some point. 
Yeah. Your star player can't keep getting hit. Right. And he's been hit all year long. Right. At some point, someone has got to send a message, you can't do this to the Mariners anymore. And I would agree, and then I might say again, to play devil's advocate, to take the other side for a minute, maybe last night's not the night to do that, given everything that's well, happened, and you're trying to stay on track, and yet, service eventually gets thrown out I of the game. I think tonight was the... The prime, because everything had happened. You mm-hmm. lost, you lost a star player because of the, the steroids. You lost a, another star player because of an injury. Mm-hmm. It's frustration. It boils over, but I don't know. That's just me. Man. Uh, all right. We'll talk. We're way late. Well, more on Cano and, and, and I think a weird rule in baseball and, and I get it from a different, a bunch of different angles with the collective bargaining agreement between the players association, but something's got to change when it comes to being able to inform teams when a star player gets popped. Now back to Puck It in the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Uh, also coming up on the show today, uh, Charles Davis, his weekly visit from the NFL Network uh, brought to you by Premier Golf. Uh, we'll do a Sounders weekly recap, uh, lunch with listeners, John Campbell of OddShark.com. We're going to have John on yesterday, and then of course the Cano news broke, so we said, John, can you, can we push it? We push it till tomorrow. He said, yes, and then the, uh, the Save Our Seahawks group today. Right? Yeah, well, they, they they saved. We should back on the saved our saved, Seahawks yeah. group. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're gonna Mark and Norb are gonna come in and talk about the Twelves Helping Twelves yeah. event down at Perfect. Emerald Downs this weekend, nice. uh, which is a cool organization. These guys, Mark Collins, has got the biggest heart of any guy I think I ever knew. Plus, has the most annoying whistle of oh, any great. man. And and I I go to a game with him every year, and I'll have him whistle for you. And I want you to understand, I endure three hours of that one Sunday a year. Not a whistle guy. Uh, it, it'll 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 send you right up the wall. When uh, you hear him. M's with a big win last night. Uh, twenty. Uh, they're twenty four and seventeen now now on the year nine eight uh, yesterday. So that again, just to recap and. They uh they grinded last night. I I mean they grinded as, as, uh, Monday night too. They've had back to back wins like that in very different circumstances. As any win this year, I, I am more proud, happy of that win last night because of everything that mm-hmm. they went through yesterday, and they got the win because they got in late. They got early in the morning. They had to deal with the Cano news. Uh, they go out there, they get the lead, they lose it, they get it back, and uh, they ultimately win that game. And I, you know I hope it. Listen, I, I hope Jerry Depoto's right. Yeah. Now, I don't think it's going to happen, but. Uh, if it's a galvanizing moment yesterday, then then so be it. And hopefully he's right. And they gal- they galvanize the team. They rally behind this, and they play good baseball. And Cano gets back for the you know final forty odd games of the season, and they're right back in it. That'd be the best news, obviously. Another benefit of a good start is you can say that without everybody laughing in your face, because everybody's kind of like you, like yeah. well, I hope so, maybe. But you can say it and go, hey, look where we are. Yeah. You know, we were without four of our best players when the season started. We've had this. We've had this. We've had crazy travel. Look where we are. We've shown we can handle this kind of stuff. Can you handle it long term? I have. I have a question. Can I ask a question? Sure. Of Do you really mind if I ask? Raise your mic in the back. Where's uh, Where's? Didn't we sign uh, uh, Jason Worth? Didn't I? Did, I remember Tacoma. seeing that. He's in Tacoma. I wonder if he becomes somebody you think because again yeah. you're going to need some bodies. And I, is he doing anything in Tacoma? Is he busy? Busy? Oh, his. I don't I have don't time his... to look this stuff up, so I'm well, counting on you to do this. For well, me. I could do it right now for you. I'll do. Uh, I'll go to the Google. Nah, you know, I'm, I'm just kidding. I probably should do my own. Re- but I'm, I'm just trying to think of okay, how are they going to long term deal with this? And again, you're not going to find somebody who's giving you probably what Cano was likely to give you over these eighty games. He's tearing up. He's tearing up Tacoma. 
He used to kill it. 188 with a 253 on base. So you, you, you think about what, 188, so you think that's good or bad? I thought that's bad. That doesn't sound like he's tearing up anything, Jason. It's bad. Would you report facts yeah. on this show, please? There's enough he's phony not, stuff out he's there. Not, he's not playing well. But yeah, he's an, he's an option. I mean, yeah. he, because I, I guess the question becomes now, again, as the dust starts to settle, what do we want the M's to do here? Don't we want them to be as aggressive as possible about getting someone, whether it's within the system? Well, and, they, and and if it means moving D to second now, since that's now a long term potential, yeah. maybe this guy Beckham. I mean, look, look at his very best. He was not a guy who was gonna you know put up great offensive numbers, but maybe he's the answer for a while. I mean, th- th- well, it, I think it, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, they'll put. I mean, Worth will be an option for him. He'll he'll likely will come up, or at least will give an opportunity. But you know, Gordon will go back to second. I don't know when. Hold on, the lineup is out. I don't think he's there yet. But Gordon will go. No, he's still in center field. Mm-hmm. Gordon, they said they were going to give him a couple of days, and then they'll then they'll make the transition. He was taking a bunch of ground balls over there yes, uh, yesterday. So that's a like that's the move. He'll yeah. be your second baseman. Then they'll have to figure it out in the outfield. And you know, I think that they could they could go for a while with you know Hanniger in center, Gamble in left, and then Heredi in right, and or, and just go with it and see what happens. And you know, Heredi, I think many people would would agree that he's not an everyday guy, but and right now, this is what you're left with. Now, everyone's excited. They have this twelve million bucks. Okay, well, who's available? That's, no no one's right. available. They had the twelve million bucks before this happened. They they don't have a salary cap, and they're sitting on plenty of money. Yeah, down but there. now they have twelve million dollars extra. I mean, yeah, so they could they could use this. But my, I guess my point would be, well, on who? Right, you there's gotta, no yeah. one out there. I mean, I guess you could use it. Well, where this benefits them is at the deadline. If they're still right. in it, they can acquire somebody. They have no prospects to give up. Mm-hmm. They could say, "We'll take a bad contract." We'll take a bad contract. Yeah, we, we we've got so, the money now in the budget I don't to know, take go, a bad contract. Go sc- Jackson's homework tomorrow is to uh, scour all the all the contracts of every team. <laughs> That's right. Who's got a bad deal? Report we certainly back. don't have time make, to do make that. Calhoun do it. Calhoun's not doing anything. Those two are there. Like, why don't you two guys do it? What yeah. are you doing? That's so important. You ever notice Curtis? I think he's got a perm. Are you, are you perming your hair, Curtis Calhoun? It looks it looks wonderful. It's, well, it's a great hair. It, 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 yeah, it, it's one way of looking I, at you it. You could add the twelve million bucks onto whatever else you want to spend, and you could go and buy someone. Um, you know, at the deadline. And mm-hmm. maybe that maybe that's what they do. Or they could take the twelve million and Depoto and Service and the whole gang of them could go out to Edgar's and just blow it on margaritas to just numb the pain. Hey, right? We didn't promote the daily poll question today. It's about Robinson yeah. Cano. Yeah. What will he be doing on his eighty uh, his eighty game vacation? We've got it. Uh, we've got uh, tepid turnout right now, but this could pick up now okay. that people know about it. At Gasman two hundred six on the big Twitter machine. How will Robinson Cano spend his 80-day suspension? 55% of those who have voted already say he'll he'll spend it looking for a new doctor. <laughs> I don't know if this is the doctor's fault or not. Uh, 22%, I, this might have been my pick, he's going to have to get a job to cover the $12 million. I mean, look, look, I don't care how much money you have. $12 million is a big budget yeah. hole. I don't. Yeah, that's right. He may will at the the end of his deal make two hundred forty million, but twelve million that is a, that's, that's a chunk, man. That's if it's two forty, then that's what five percent. Oh. Take five percent. Go home and tell the missus or the mister that you're going to blow five percent of your salary for the next oh. year. That ain't going to go over well. Fifteen percent say he'll test drive affordable cars. <laughs> If it's affordable. And then 8% say he'll be in uni for games like special assistant to the chairman. And Puck brought this up and said, well, he can't hang around the clubhouse. And Puck says, no, huh. but he could be watching the games in the Dominican at his home. Or if he's got a home in the, in the UA, he may be somewhere. He's going to be relaxing, trying to rehab that hand Full for a uniform. while. Full uniform. 
why not put on his full uniform and feel one with the team well, like the special e- assistant? Ichiro can't be in the in the dugout. He's in full uniform. I saw him last night. He was one of the first ones out there in the handshake line. Yeah, he's yeah. in full uniform with his wristbands on and every and his spikes. Why can't Cano? Yeah. Why can't Cano be in full uniform, kicking back? Uh, maybe he's just sitting in his Land Rover Jaguar and mm-hmm. he's sitting back and watching the game. And that's very possible. Very. He's got a lot of time to kill ball players. You know, it's a, yeah. it's not a three hour a day job. You're there, so he's got a lot of time. All of a sudden, that's the craziest kill. thing about this thing. That uh, and, and I get it. I get the suspension. You you can be uh, away from the team that entire time. Now they were saying Divish asked a question yesterday. He, there is a he can go down to Arizona and mm-hmm. work out down there, but it's only for a period of time. Like he can't spend the whole time down there to stay in shape. He has like a um, I don't know how long it is, but there is a set time that he can mm-hmm. be in Arizona work out there but then he he can't be there after that and so mm-hmm. he'll do that and but other than that he, he can't no contact with the team you know the thing that that that, that really bothered me about the news yesterday because i feel bad for the organization mm-hmm. right yeah that yeah. and shocky and i were talking about this in sports but shocky brought up great points he usually does but i got i i just have got to have an issue with how they set up the players association and this drug agreement and I understand someone's right not to have personal medical history or records released mm-hmm. and all that. But, and I, it's hard to relate it to our business or any business. But if I'm John Stanton right now and I'm writing a check for $25 million a year that I find out the day before my star player gets popped for a failed test. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. That just doesn't seem right to me. And I get that the Players Association, their effort to protect. Because they don't want it to get out. They don't want it to be leaked. Because if it gets out, if you tell someone with the organization and he's in the appeals process and it gets leaked out, which does happen, that all of a sudden then he is guilty. You know, if he's in the appeals right. process right. and Major League Baseball informed the organization way back in spring training that he had tested positive, but he's going through the appeals process, but it gets out, we all would assume he's guilty. Right. Even if he wins his appeal. Oh, he got off on a technicality. Right, right. But I still think it's unfair that John Stanton and, the, and Jerry DePoto find out a day on Monday. They found out Monday that he was gone. Yeah. I, I just tell me of that system how that is right that well, they can find out then because they have no time to prepare for losing a guy for 80 games. Right. But, but they wouldn't, they didn't have any time to prepare for him breaking his hand. They found that out when it happened. I think you answered your own question. The players' privacy, if you're going to get the players to sign off on testing, privacy has to be a huge, huge issue. And part of how you maintain that is you put a cloak of silence over this thing. And and I, I get what you're saying from the standpoint of, look, you should inform the team so they can have more. But when a player gets hurt, they find out that moment. And they don't have any time to get ready for it. You know, this is, you can look at this as it's like an injury. This is like, one way of looking at it, this is like, and I know it's different, but say, well, he broke his hand. And if they'd come back and said, he's actually going to be out for 10 weeks because of this broken hand, they didn't find that out until it happened. I, I think it's an easy thing to say, look, the fewer people that know about this, the, the, the players agreed to some testing and agreed to some of the parameters that allowed Cano to get caught. And one of them was, you can't, you know, we can't leak this out. And you're exactly right. You know as but, well as I do. If they do call, sure. if they told the Mariners three weeks ago, it, it would have gotten out. Somebody's going to tell somebody, and before you know it, it's leaked. I mean, I guess I, I would just have to trust in the, the the oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I would have to trust Jerry DePoto and John Stanton that they could hold a 
secret. Yeah, but but again, but why, why are we? This is what I don't understand. Harold Reynolds said this earlier. Why are we protecting Robinson Cano? Why are the Players Association protecting? He cheated. He got caught. Right. The organization, I think, has a right to know. It's ridiculous that Robinson Cano could have informed. Now, Cano is under no obligation to mm-hmm. tell the team. Right. But he can. Right. And he didn't. That's where, See, yeah. And I think that's a, a massive lack of leadership on Robinson Cano. And maybe I'm the minority on this one. The fact is that he didn't personally call these guys to tell them what happened. Yeah. He had his agency do it. And I know that's probably the proper protocol. But I know he had a conversation later with Jerry Depoto. If Robinson Cano was truly a leader, the first phone call, he would have been the first person on the phone to call John Stan and call Jerry Depoto sit and Kevin Mather and sit down and Scott Service and tell him what happened. I think, didn't yeah, do that. I think that's a better argument and a better discussion than the other one because the other one, it's collectively bargained. And everybody has to go by, though. Now you can say hey, the next time around they should change that. But if the players are like, look, and it's not right now we're focusing on Cano because that's front and center. It's not to protect him. It's to protect everybody within the testing protocol. Because, and that might tell because you. Because there are plenty of people that are in the protocol that win their appeal. And, mm-hmm. and as, as Shockey was pointing this out, he's right, that you never hear about it. Right. And, and, I, and I totally understand that, but I... I guess we just have to trust and, and maybe we can't trust a GM or trust an owner to I mean, inform them uh, before a day before it happens. But what would they do? Well, I think Jerry Depoto could at least have have an outlook, a plan mm-hmm. moving forward. If if Jerry Depoto could find out a month ago or two months ago that he's going to lose his star, that he has a chance, a chance right. to lose a star player. He can start massaging his roster a little bit or figuring out or plan, hey, maybe I can't do something now because if I do something now, it's going to sit off, you know, set off a bunch of, of, of signals that something is going on. Right. But I'm going to be prepared for that day. Right. And I can, right. I can move right then and there. And I guess I would say, look, if you're Jerry Depoto or any GM anywhere, you got to be prepared for this day every day. That's part of why you make right. the money you make. You come to work. You, you should expect the unexpected. And, and you had better, you know, Nelson Cruz might have suffered some sort of season ending injury last night. He didn't, thank goodness. It's a foot bruise. But I mean, you've got, so in your yeah. mind, you got to be prepared for that. I don't have as big an issue with that. I think the, the more interesting discussion is, you know, was there an obligation for Cano to reach out and inform them and say, look, yeah. this is coming down? Of course and, there is. I mean, and, I, I want to hear that he's this great leader that everyone talks about. Yeah, that's and then, not and then, right. And then he find, and then he doesn't even tell the team. He keeps it from the team until it actually comes out. Mm-hmm. And then, he doesn't even personally call them to tell them. It's his Rock Nation agents that do it. And he hasn't talked to the team, you know, face to face yet. At least it has not been reported that he has. He, I think he's had a conversation with Cruz and Segura. Now he has this convenient excuse. It's legitimate that he's in Philadelphia now. Mm-hmm. Now he can't be with the team. Now when the suspension came down, but before it was announced, he could have got ahead of it and been in Seattle and maybe met with the team. I think it's extremely lack a major lack of leadership on his part not to sit down with the team before this had happened and tell him, listen, this is coming down the pipe. And and then you factor in. Here's the other thing: you factor in his broken hand because at that point, you know, he I I, I don't know. There, there's a lot of weird complexities to this, but I'm with you. I it's it seems to me. Do you, is there any chance Jay Z is the one who made the call? <laughs> No, it's hey a, Jerry, it's it's, I, it's, it's one me, of the other Jay. guys. Yeah. Does he call himself Jay or Jay Z? Do you it, think it, when he calls, calls him Jay, Jay Hova? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I, I feel bad for those guys, and maybe they don't care, but I, I just because they have to answer it all, right? And he gets to sit back in Philadelphia, Dominican Republic, 
and not answer any questions. Not to face the music. He's got somebody going out to get him a cheese steak right he, now. Is he going to face the music when he comes back in Oakland? I mean, I'll put a dollar on that he won't do anything in Oakland when he comes back, and I'll put another dollar on he won't do anything when he comes back here. Mm-hmm. That he'll say, listen, I've already given my statement. Yeah. It's in the past. It's in the past. It's been 80 days it's now. It's been 80 Let's days. This is old news. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, the mayor's way, okay, that's fine. I mean, I hope they don't. I mean, I, I'd put him out there. I'd make him face the music mm-hmm. and face questions. Because he hasn't had to answer anything. I hope the vulture... Is it the vulture? No, the vampire. I hope the vampire's listening to this. This is your life. This is ahead of you. You're going to face the music when you screw up, kid. This is dad. Yeah. And this is fine. This is a good way to raise a kid. You're going to raise your kid with some discipline. Well, I told Beast Mode last night. She asked me what's going on with Cano. I said, he got caught cheating. He's he's done. He's suspended. He's He got caught cheating. He can't, no longer, he can't play for the M's for a while. She's like, well, that sucks. Yeah. She was more broken up last night about Cruz. She she had a tough time going to sleep last night. Wow. She had the Cruz injury. She I was, love that they're invested. She's heartbroken about uh, the Cruz injury. All right, we'll talk uh, more about this. Also, Charles Davis coming up. Uh, top of the Hour Info Network brought to you by our friends there at Premier Golf. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. All right, coming top of the hour, we got Charles Davis. He'll join us from the NFL Network, brought to you by uh, Premier Golf. Uh, also, lunch with listeners, John Campbell from OddShark.com. We're going to ask John from uh, OddShark.com the uh, ramifications of gambling. He was set to join us yesterday uh, based on the Supreme Court ruling, but then the news came down there uh, with Cano, so we pushed him to uh, today. And then also uh, at 1230, uh, we got a group coming in uh, from uh, I, you, Save Our Seahawks, but it's Saved Our Seahawks. Group. Yeah, and, yeah. and that, that group is just kind of, these guys are alums. I don't even know if Norb was a part of this. Mark okay. is old enough. He was definitely a part of Save Our Seahawks. And and Mark and Norb are, are two of the, you know, the, the, the this group of Hawks fans, and they do stuff every year, uh, uh, charity events, to help uh, others who might be in need. And it's okay. uh, Hawk Fest 18 at Emerald Downs. It's a fun-filled rally for all Hawks fans. Afternoon of live music, food, drink, games, prizes, and they celebrate the Hawks while raising funds to help those who need a helping cool. hand. We'll find out more from them when they come in. Hopefully, they'll bring gifts and, and stuff like <laughs> is appropriate when you, you come in. I mean, hey, gifts, food, drink, yeah. shower us uh, with everything. Feltz, did you have the, the the good grace and the common sense when you called John Campbell yesterday and said, "Hey, you know, we can't have you on. Robbie Cano just got popped for steroids." I mean, John, what were the odds of that? <laughs> did you say that to him? Did you ask him? I didn't. That would have been great, though. Let's ask him, though, if he can give us the odds. Will you prep him with this, please? What are the what were the odds before them making the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Versus what now. are they? What, that now yeah. without Cano. Okay. Prep him with that because I'd like to know. Scott Service saying uh, today, uh, Nelson Cruz, who was hit yesterday, uh, his foot still really sore, will likely miss a few days. You want to know the fun fact about Nelson Cruz, the guy who hit Nelson Ooh, Cruz yesterday? I love fun facts. This guy. I don't think this guy should ever be allowed back in the state of Washington. Is he dangerous? Is that yeah, this guy's menace? Saying, and he's one of our own, Gas. Yeah. So the guy that hit, hit uh, Cruz yesterday on the foot, and mm-hmm. not Cruz out, looked like he broke his foot. Right. It was I mean, bad when they're carrying walk, him off there. Yeah. Beast mode. My nine-year-old's crying. I mean, every, every, the whole household's up in arms. Way to go. On. His name's Brandon Mann. Mm-hmm. Does this ring a bell, Brandon Mann, anyone? No. He's from Tacoma. Okay. He's a graduate of Mount Rainier High School, mm-hmm. the same school that produced Dick Fane. Right, so he's Fane. He's one of Fane's henchmen. He's one of Fane's guys. And again, they both of the, you know what these two guys have in common besides going to Mount Rainier? 
They don't like the Mariners. They, they, like, if you ever listen to Fain, he yeah. hates the Mariners. And and Fain would think nothing if Cruz was crowding the plate and saying, look, I own that corner, dude, yeah. and your foot's about to pay the price. And clearly, Brandon Mann hates the Mariners, too, despite growing up in Tacoma and going to Mount Rainier High School. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when Ichiro got hit in the head in spring training in a in a, one of those B games? Right, yeah. Was that this guy? Same guy. Yeah, he's got something So in this me. guy, yeah. who beamed special assistant to the chairman Ichiro in spring, <laughs> okay? Not everybody hits a special assistant to the chairman, so no. actually it's a pretty cool deal. Yeah. He's the same guy who hit Cruz yesterday on the foot. Wow. So this Out guy's... of Tacoma, Mount Rainier High School, best friends with Dick Fane. So as I have always said, uh, all complaints, anything here at the station, including how you feel about Brandon Mann, mm-hmm. all go to Dick Fain at iHeartMedia. Dick Fain at iHeart. Okay, I'm sending a mail right yeah. now. Dick Fain. How about that? Uh, now, here's the- Brandon Mann. I, you know what Brandon Mann's never going to do? Is probably raise the 12th man flag or throw out a first pitch for a Mariners. He's going to have to have a turnaround yeah. to, to get to that. What about, now here's a fun uh, fact for you that you probably know, but I bet a lot of people don't. It's going to be interesting. There's going to be absolute panic. This afternoon at twelve thirty, when people turn on Root to see real Brad Adam and real Angie Mentink and the real Root crew, because they're not televising oh, the M's. I can't remember the last time Root didn't televise an M's game. Well, I, well, here, here's what I mean. I mean, I said, but they don't make any national appearances. And do, do you know where the game is? Yeah, today? I know. I, I don't do the Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I'm not on Facebook. Never been, never been on it. But um, it's on Facebook. Yeah, it's on Facebook. That's where you can watch today's game. And it's Rich Waltz. I'm not sure why they're using a different crew. Rich Waltz, who's an old friend of uh, yeah. Seattle's and has been yeah. with the Marlins for years. He I got think. fired. Oh, you got fired yeah, down he was there. One of the purging of Derek Jeter. Oh, jeez. Purged everybody. Sorry, Rich. Well, I, I'm sure Rich will land on his feet. Rich Waltz, um, uh, and then Harold Reynolds. Yep. And there's a third person I forget, and then the fourth person is the one and only, the supremely yes. talented Elise Woodward is going right. to be on the broadcast. She's going to be like on the field and walking around. Look, any of those Rangers stands. try throwing something yeah. at them today, they're going to have Elise right in their grill, going, "You want to explain that to me, fat guy?" Uh, Shockey has watched it because I messed that. So every there's a game every week. Mm-hmm. Shockey's watched them. I guess the Phillies have been on there twice. Says they're terrible. Really? The broad, they're awful. Yeah. But they're they, beyond bad. Baseball's trying to expand its platform and all that. And baseball, yeah. it's funny, baseball often is behind the curve on a lot of stuff. In terms of media, in terms of how they oh, use the network, yeah, they, they've always kind of been progressive and been ahead of the curve. So I don't have a, a big I issue with it, but I, I bet people are going to freak out at 1230 when they can't find the well, game. I don't, I don't really care. where this. Is, I'll give you the one thing I do care about. So you can take money off my cable bill. Yeah, I, well, I, Comcast. I, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, that. I mean, it's like send them a note. The only reason I have cable mm-hmm. is because of the Mariners. That's it. That's the only reason. You wouldn't have cable for the other stuff because nope. you can get all of it. on I can other, get all uh, of that on YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. All of it. Mm-hmm. I get every other sporting event. Yeah, everything. I'm the glad only, I hit a nerve here. The only thing that prevents me from dropping cable mm-hmm. are the Mariners and the stupid policy mm-hmm. from Major League Baseball that I can't get the MLB TV app right. and watch a local game. That's they black I, out yeah. the local games, which is the most insanely dumb thing I've ever thought of in my life. Yeah, and I should have brought that up earlier because they have been so ahead of stuff yeah. over the years, and that is one where you Let go, someone wh- pay whatever it is, the $150 or whatever it is, and if I want to not have cable and I want to watch the Mariners, 
Or, right. or, the, or the Mariners can get go into business with YouTube like the it, Sounders did. I don't know. It's funny. A, a couple of years ago, just to see what it was like, we cut the cable for uh, yeah. for six months. And it was during baseball. And it blew my mind that I couldn't get the M's games. I'm, but I, I just ended up listening to them. Sure. But I'm telling you, the two, two I would do it in a second. YouTube TV, Sling TV is in a, in a good mm-hmm. option, too. But YouTube TV, because I did it yeah. for a while. When, I could get everything else. I could get everything else. I found a way to get everything and else except the M's games. But it's baseball. Baseball is the one that makes you keep it. I think we should start a rumor that today's game is not televised because of Cano's suspension and see if people buy that. (laughs) I bet we can get people to believe that. Charles Davis of the NFL Network, brought to you by Premier Golf, stops by for his weekly visit to talk all things uh, NFL after Curtis Calhoun delivers an award-winning update.